0: rising all of you beautiful people welcome back to the podcast coffee with Rick and Tab so today we are coming to you with a pretty cool episode that I personally have been wanting to do for a while because I would say it was back in December when Uh, Rick and I had this really amazing experience that linked up with something that I had recently read in a book and we both thought it would just be cool to share. So uh, earlier, like maybe like August or something in 2020, my friend had referred this book to me and it is called Hands of Light, A Guide to Healing Through the Human Energy Field by Barbara Ann. Uh, Bernan, I'm not sure how to say her last name, and it's basically all about our org body and the layers to it, and just so much deep and rich information entailed in every chapter. It's so amazing. So I came across this uh, chapter and right now I'm reading about the layers of the body. So like your first layer is the etheric body, then you have the emotional and then mental, and then you go beyond the physical world. And then that leads us to the fourth layer, which is the astral level. And I read something really beautiful in this portion, and I'm going to share it with you because it's linked up to the experience that Rick and I shared together. So it says, when people fall in love, beautiful arcs of rose light can be seen between their hearts, and a beautiful rose color is added to the normal golden pulsations I observed in the, what's the third eye called, Rick? I can't ever say it. It's pu...
1: Penal.
0: I know, but that's not what she wrote. It's pituitary gland. Pituitary gland. Thank you. When people form relationships with each other, they grow cords out of the chakras that connect them. These cords exist on many levels of the auric field in addition to the astral. The longer and deeper the relationship, the more cords and the stronger they are. So... Before I dip into the next part of what can happen to the cords when they're torn, I want to stay on the topic of when the cords are grown. So basically, think about it. When you create new friendships with people or you fall in love with somebody, you start growing these strong, energetic cords with one another. And so Rick and I, (laughs) we had a really beautiful night. It was probably early to mid-December. And It was the evening time, and Rick put on music to play. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to listen to music with him. I'm like, well, you could either go in the room and just read a book or be on your phone, or you could actually live in the moment and immerse myself into something that Rick is enjoying right now and be a part of, you know, just be a character in his movie, you know, and enjoy what he's enjoying. And I'm really happy I did because... I love when you realize, like have that realization that you're really living in the moment. Because a lot of times we're not living in the moment of what's happening around us. So a song came on and I was just watching Rick and he was cracking me up and he just made my heart feel so full. He was singing, just authentically being himself, going along with this song. I can't quite remember what song it was, do you?
1: Yeah, it was uh, Call Me a Dog.
0: Call Me a Dog. Chris Cornell. Okay. And then there came on another song after that. And we. so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start singing with him. But before I did that, I sat there and I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. This this feeling. I know this feeling. This is actually happening. It was like an old feeling that I had felt before with Rick. And, and what she's
1: talking about, I'll guiltily admit, like, when I'm listening to music, having a drink or... A smoke or whatever it is or just simply listening to music if i get caught up in and off i'm like singing playing air guitar drum solos <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i'm 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 in performance
0: he's a performer it's just
1: fun you know i'm sure you could, somebody out there can relate. Really... yeah go ahead bill
0: so another song came on and anyways like i said like i know this is going to be a little out there but it almost feels like when these moments happen that I'm on LSD, kind of like the way my vision gets and the way that my energy starts to sit, like truly living in the moment. Sometimes I feel like I'm tripping and I don't know if other people know this like type of feeling or not but anyways sure,
1: Tony, so be so i said
0: to myself stop thinking about it and just start singing with him so i you know i grabbed we grabbed each other's hands and then we started singing together and it was just oh it was so beautiful it was so
1: and that that song was a uh, eddie Vetter solo at work it was a Oh, um,
0: Hard Sun. Hard
1: Sun, yeah. Which is
0: a song we played at our wedding and um yeah, it was one, of, it was the a, one of the important parts of our wedding. So after and we if you
1: don't know that song, check out check it out. It's Eddie Vedder by himself well It's,
0: it's from he, the movie Into the Wild yeah, that he it, made a playlist for.
1: It's not Pearl Jam, it's just Eddie. So yeah. it's really cool. I think
0: it's called Hard Sun. It's right? called Hard Sun. Yep, yeah. Hard Sun. So after that had ended, I just that, that's when I explained to Rick what I just explained to you guys like I just had this crazy like uh, uh, euphoric right it would be like a euphoric yeah. feeling and I said to myself wow Rick I didn't realize how much I was lacking and having moments like that with you like you know when you're in a relationship and you're just together all the time you don't realize how complacent you become and how those original sparks, Do fade away. Not that our love has faded away, but those really tight moments of strength and love, you know?
1: That come most relationships with newness. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, and then that's what happens, I think, in a lot of relationships is that newness wears off, and, you know, nobody's really, uh, sometimes you're ready for the newness to wear off and you're ready for the next step. And then sometimes once that newness wears off, honeymoon's over.
0: A lot of people break up.
1: And that leads us to these chords that we're speaking of.
0: Yes. So, but before we do that, I do want to say it is a beautiful thing and underrated that when you're with someone for so long, you truly get to witness the growth that you each are enduring individually and watch each other grow. And you get to grow, you know, the way you're individually growing is gonna tie in how you're gonna grow together united. And that part is never really talked about in relationships. And it's one of the most amazing things ever. We come to earth to grow. And if we get to grow with someone, that's just like a bonus, you know, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, in anyone's opinion. I mean, unless you're like antisocial loner,
0: right? Maybe you don't want to. Right? I don't know. I think
1: as humans, it's that you know we are to find mates and hopefully lifelong mates. And uh, yeah, I think that everybody wants that, even if they've already had it and it turned them sour. To some way, they still. Especially if you know what love what it's like to be in love and you fall out of love, like some people may never want to fall back in love again because they don't wanna you know ever feel that hurt, and other people are just designed to fall in love that are in in love with the idea of falling in love, right, but that's also what we're about to talk about with not cutting them cords,
0: yeah, so okay, so the next part after. Um, it touched ta- sh- that what's her name that Barbara talks about when the cords are strong and connected. Then she goes to say when relationships end, those cords are torn, sometimes causing a great deal of pain, which we've all endured before. The period of getting over a relationship is usually a period of disconnecting those cords on the lower levels of the field and rerouting them within the self. And, you know, Rick and I both immediately thought, I think, the same thing, that when people end relationships, you do see it with some people that are so codependent that they hop from boyfriend to boyfriend or girlfriend to to girlfriend. And it's like, I always wondered to myself, how do you move on so quick? How do you not allow yourself to even get over the, did you even love the person before? How do you move on from that person, you know, and. I do think it goes back to probably uh, maybe mother or father wounds from your childhood that affect you to needing, 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 needing of others without fully having that stream of uh, self-love within you. and
1: It could be that, you know, something as deep as that, or it could be as simple as sometimes people can't let go of other people because they don't want no one else to have them, Mm. even though they, you know... I don't. They, I mean, then obviously you haven't fully fallen out of love with somebody if you feel that strongly about it. But that's on a border of almost like, you know, stalker, like crazy. You know, if I can't have you, no one can, kind of thing. Yeah, they definitely a, just
0: territorial. Is kind can't of like can't
1: creepy. let go. Where some people can just like fuck it, cut that, cut them cords, and just be done with it. But. You know, that's an unhealthy way to cut a cord, I would think, you know.
0: It takes time for the cord to slowly. So, yeah, for your cord to heal. So if you think of an energetic cord slowly, just think of the energy slowly like ripping apart from each other. That's what she's talking about when we're going through the getting over it part of the relationship and the disconnect. You got to kind of
1: back up to, you know, when them cords are made, you know, when you first meet somebody and, you know every adventure you have and every like memorable moment. And even on some unmemorable moments, you're creating memories with that person. And those memories are these chords that we're talking about. And so the more time you spend with somebody, the stronger those chords become and more chords and,
0: so it would be more painful. The stronger the cord is, the yeah, more painful sure. it would be as it's separating because you're letting go of a huge part of your history. You are moving forward. Your future your
1: present, You're rewriting everything. your
0: future, you know, in a way you didn't think it would look. So
1: And that's not just uh, you know, relationship like love relationships either. No, Sometimes you have gotta do it with family. Yeah. Friends, you know, anybody anybody really
0: we've all encountered this the the uh,
1: i've cut a lot of cords and never looked back not that i don't feel you know i still even think about some of the people that i had to cut off and you know move on but uh
0: and sometimes those cords can be mended there can be the healing period of where you finally have closure with people too
1: yeah which is great because
0: not everyone a broken gets
1: friendship with no closure is just as bad as a a love relationship with no closure.
0: It almost feels like you would never really get over it. Like, it feels like it'd always be sitting there somewhere in your heart that would take... It would take longer for you to move on from well, than you know, if you... It's,
1: you know it's true because we both experienced Yeah, it. we
0: both have experienced it with friendships. Um, so this part is going to... Okay.
1: I want to say this, though, for anybody that's listening. If you got any friends out there... And you haven't talked to him in a while over some dumb shit or whatever be the reason, reach out to him. Because you never know. You may not be able to talk to him tomorrow. So if there's somebody out there you've been wanting to reach out to, heal something with, just to you know let him know that you still, you're still there. You're still there for him. You still love him. Hope the best for him. Whatever. Go ahead and do that. All right,
0: go ahead. No, that was a great... That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Message! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this... When, after I read that part, it made me think of Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael. Because... So Archangel Michael... He is like, God is your strength. He's the angelic rock for the physical world. And if you, not everyone believes in angels or spirits and that's okay, but if you do, you have the free will to invite them into your life. And Archangel Michael's purpose is that he has the sword of light and his sword of light is there to be your strength and courage to cut the cords that are no longer serving you. But he does it in a loving way because When our cords are being torn from someone, it's usually because in our own personal lives, our frequency is changing. We're not matched up anymore. We're we're moving in different directions and that's when it becomes hard to let something go. So he, in a loving way, uses the sword of light to cut the cords so that you and that other person may go in the directions of where you're going to prosper in life. And then Archangel uh Raphael, his purpose is that he's the healer so after you cut the cords with someone after you ask for strength to do that you need to heal and you can call upon him to uh heal whatever pain you're having
1: and just to show that me like me and tab my wife are not riding on the same horse we don't exactly believe in everything together as one, you know, because like, I don't really believe in...
0: Actually, hardly. Not a lot. You yeah, know? We right. have a lot of differences.
1: But, uh, you know, I don't... I don't actually believe, you know, in the Michael himself. But I do believe as in that being something that does do that for you. And I think... I guess I'm just contradicting myself because I see what they did there. They just used Archangel Michael as... Uh, just uh, I can't even think of like the word. Just like just,
0: a being, like a yeah.
1: They're just using him as an example of what this actually is. It's something greater than actually one man. It's something that is just there that does that for you, and they named it. So
0: yeah.
1: Well, that's okay. No, no, no. That's either.
0: that's good. I like that. <laughs> I like that we're able. With our differences of what we believe in, that we can come together and share our own opinions. And then it just makes the perspective more open.
1: Right. Well, you know, that's what this, you know, that's what this is. It's a, uh, it's unrehearsed. It's a conversation in bed with coffee.
0: Literally what we're doing right now in our PJs. Uh
1: Smoking a. Out of my new little glass bowl my daughter bought me for Christmas.
0: Well, Rick's he can smoke in the morning. Like, I can't. I have to do it in the evening when I know. Otherwise, I won't get anything done during the day. I will have no motivation. Like, I like to smoke at nighttime when I'm cooking dinner and it's just chill. You know, but But not every night. Like, I pick and choose. I'm very balanced. At
1: my job, like, we usually smoke, like, uh, sometimes, you know, I'm usually smoking a blunt in the morning with guys at work like before 10 o'clock so I'm kind of used to smoking early but even when I'm at home and on off days I do I'll hit some weed it gives me a good appetite for I rarely eat breakfast so make me want to eat lunch and you know sometimes it'll even make me want to work out if I get that little anxiety slightly paranoid feeling that weed gives me sometimes you know that Extra energy type, mm-hmm. but uh, where was we at?
0: Okay, so there was uh something I wanted to bring up because we were talking about how the angels, you know, can come and help heal any of those cords that have been uh basically ripped apart <laughs> uh due to whatever circumstances. Well, sometimes they're
1: slowly you know, just slowly stretched and stretched and they snap or. Sometimes, uh, you know, there's like a hairline fracture in them. I, I, I can really see this. They
0: show images in the book where it does look like a hairline fracture. It does. Yeah. It shows them. And by the way,
1: way I I've, I didn't read this book that she no, read. No, no, no. I'm still,
0: I'm still in the beginning of it, actually. Yeah,
1: we, we've... Uh, she's talked about it enough to me. I kind of feel like I have kind of skimmed through it, at least.
0: Yeah. So... I wanted to share this because I had it in my notes, you know, like... For those of you who maybe are kind of like energetic cords, like what, you know, like maybe you need an image. I want you to think of it like this. When we're born, we actually have that physical cord. We have the umbilical cord with our mother, right? And that's how we are connected immediately to our parents. So when you're a babe, the first cords of love that you're going to really grow is to your parents.
1: It's, It's there before you are. Because once the egg is fertilized, the umbilical cord is starts to grow. It's the first thing to grow, and one splits into the what will be the body and the other is becomes the placenta. So that love is there before you are. That connection is there before you are. That's like a bridge. And then when it becomes the placenta, the other one becomes the body. And actually I've read That the first thing formed on a human is his butt, his butthole. Really? I
0: think you told (laughs) me that. Uh.
1: We're all all buttholes, (laughs) assholes. (laughs) That's funny. I don't You can Google that. Let us know if that's true because I've never Googled it, but I have read it. But as we all know, at this age of over information, you don't, you know hate spreading false news around and we've all been guilty of it
0: Mm -hmm. you know well i think it's part of like the learning process too is that information will continually change because everything in life is always evolving and changing so you,
1: you know i i remember they used to say like uh you know the problem with us was we didn't have all the information you know and if we had all this information you know we'd be smarter and we'd know more stuff and We'd be more, you know, just equipped to go through life. And then they gave it to you with Google. All the information one could Mm -hmm. possibly ever fucking want. Mm -hmm. And people ain't smarter than they were 10, 20 years ago. I think they're fucking dumber.
0: Maybe. Well, why? Elaborate. Why? I
1: don't know. Well, just the, the way society is. Like, just... We make these clowns into these worshipped celebrity idols and they're like fucking, they, they're they not even talented. They don't even do nothing. They don't have no talent. Like these Jake and Logan Pauls and, you know, I, I mean, no one guy is becoming a boxer. I'll give him props for that. but Or just these, these prophets that the radio spits out that,
0: well that's the beauty of what how they have control over the people is if you hear all it takes is for them to say something on TV or the radio and everybody hops on the bandwagon no one digs to learn about who these people are why are they doing this i mean if you don't understand that by now then yeah you are dumb like
1: Look, people that, I'm
0: like i don't know i it, it just doesn't People
1: that grew up in the information age Imagine growing up where the only news you could get your your information from was literally a fucking newspaper or your Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 7 news, like 5, 6 o'clock news, you know, or your morning news. That's the only place you could really get your information from. And then since the Internet, you know, it's probably telling my age here, but, uh, you know, since the Internet, it's like you have... So many platforms, un unprecedented amount of platforms. You can create your it's, own it's platform. It's
0: crazy how much. It's too are-
1: much. It's too much.
0: I will say though, it's such a double edged sword when it comes to that because, for example, you can get so carried away. With, like, the mainstream on social media and stuff. But then, what has benefited me with social media is I do have a platform and it has helped my business, Tabby Cat's Corner, with my Sage and anything else I, you know, my Oracle readings and anything else I feel like putting on there. I like
1: the little plug you're just doing
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <them>. So, <laughs> and not only that, I for the past couple years have went through a lot of like a hermit mode of solitude and learning who I am and stuff and through disconnecting from other things in my life that were no longer on the same frequency of me and investing into that this app you know I have created a lot of new friendship cords with people from different parts of the world or in the USA and I am growing so much just by learning from these individual relationships that I have made. Yes, I do have internet friends, and yes, people think that's fucking weird. But get on the fucking wagon because it's not that weird. <laughs> we're we're meant to reach out. Technology has given us that the beauty of being able to reach far and across the globe to connect with people. So we're not alone. Or
1: in an instant, too. Yeah, like think about it. As soon as soon, why it's called
0: insta like instagram
1: <laughs> well i mean just you know you, you no any app I know you, you gotta no not i'm saying you got a friend in sydney australia and you're talking to him on facebook and as soon as you hit fucking send that shit is there like that right think of how fast that is to go to the other side of the world basically australia is pretty far away it's i mean from where we to, are. Really. yeah, from anywhere <laughs> Australia's in the middle of nowhere, but um, it's just think of how quick that message gets sent. It's like what can travel that goddamn fast, like that's not the speed of light that's like the speed. it's
0: instantaneous, yeah, like. it's
1: crazy, it's even amazing, like it actually used it amazed me when I was a kid that like I when growing up in Tampa, I could call my grandparents in Michigan, and as soon as I ring that last number like a second later, their phones ring ringing. That amazed me since then, you know? Shit, cassette tapes amaze me. CDs, how the fuck do you... I don't know, you know, I, I mean, maybe I'm not that smart. I mean, I, I know how it's done. I've made CDs, I've I, I burnt CDs, I understand, but when I, you really think about it, it's it's a form of time travel. Like, you're capturing this moment in time, you know, with recorded music or what's
0: really amazing is the people who just did it and the people yeah. who thought of this. It's it actually makes you truly wonder, so where is your technology. alien technology? Like where did you truly source how to do this information? Who gave you these downloaded messages so you knew what to do? Like
1: Because out of nowhere, like and it was everything's happened in the last hundred years. In the last hundred years less actually, but let's just say last hundred years with Industrial Revolution after that, just everything just became smart. I mean, they had cell phones in the fifties and sixties. They did, you know. They just they, it sounds crazy, but you look into it. They did. They couldn't go very, you know, as far as in, they weren't that good, but they had them.
0: We, if they would have given us the technology that they truly, quote unquote, they. <laughs> if they would have given us access to that earlier on I actually imagine where we would be even further advanced which than we might, are now which
1: might not be a good thing because yeah, we're well, already right. too Maybe. far ahead of ourselves well there's
0: probably a reason why they give us the breadcrumbs of little by little because they know like we can't
1: it's, it's we 20 years can't at handle, time is what i heard yeah like, like you we know, can't handle whatever it. they tell us they knew like 20 years ago
0: it's not that we can't handle it it's Except, that majority can't handle it i think some people can i think some people are ready for this like well just, they've come been on. slowly
1: preparing us for it and this Through year
0: movies they especially
1: and this year they've actually showed us that you know the cia the government released these videos the ufo videos everybody's seen them you know letting us know okay well They're unidentified flying objects. We haven't made contact with their shit. We don't know what it is in these skies.
0: Which they probably do know what it is. Well, look, everything,
1: the whole... Now, this is just my my, uh, little gathering of theories and information all the way from growing up, okay? So, once we started, once we created the atom bomb, once we started detonating bombs... And then other countries started... Followed. But, you know, we were definitely ahead of the curve on that one. It was after that... All of a sudden... People started seeing UFOs. That was like in the early newspapers, you know. I think there might have been some before that. of some. You know, there's always been things in the sky back since, like, biblical days. But talking about modern times here. Like, once we started... Letting these bombs off, not just when we bombed Japan, but when they were testing these bombs. After that, then there's you know, just people started seeing UFOs. They mass sightings, you know, years to, for the years to come, all the way until now. And then, you know, there was Roswell Area Fifty One that happened out by where they were testing the bombs. So if you follow me here, I think when they started letting out these bombs, we drew attention. ...to something out there. And they're like, oh, what are these fucking chimps down there doing? You know, blowing up shit. Because, you know, that's all we just advanced chimps are basically all we are. So, you know, imagine a higher being seeing, you know, what are are they doing? Whoever
0: monitors us. Right,
1: you know, what are they doing down there? So they come down and they (laughs) check this out, you know, and then they start doing it regularly. And I think one of them did crash. And I think one of them, and I think that's... They had to reverse technology a bunch of shit... But I think that's because right after all that, we just right after World War Two, we just started like
0: advancing
1: and advancing and then 70s and 80s.
0: Very rapidly, too. So when I okay, so 2011, when I was in high school, um, I didn't get my first iphone I, and I believe that's when iphone 4s came out until the summer before i was getting ready to go to my first year of college so like you think iphones like were kind of out for a while but only the rich and advanced had the earlier iphones before like middle class and lower class people did you know what i mean right. like the touch screen type of phones and just from that point to where we got in 2020 I can't believe how fast we've moved in technology right. with our cars, with
1: kids driving themselves, which we all knew that was coming. But yeah, now even yeah,
0: fuck that shit.
1: Even you know, like your five year old kids running around with iPhones, and everybody has a phone, you know. And the government, well, even from makes technology sure has to humans,
0: even as humans, our children are our children are getting labeled with ADD and all of this stuff. But it's because where the time period we were all born in compared to the time period of the children now, the children are going to be more advanced because they're growing up in a more advanced world. We kind of grew up in a slower world where we were integrating into the more advanced world, where our children, they are the advanced world, and it's just going to keep getting more advanced. So as parents and teachers, we need to really accommodate how we teach these children by getting doing our best to get on the level of how they learn you know we can't the beauty of children is that we don't need we can teach them but we can also learn by how they learn and rewire how we teach based on what's going to benefit them
1: yeah, what society would actually do that? You know, I mean...
0: Well, I mean, it's it's professionals talk about this. Right. I, mean, it, I mean, it's it known would be the
1: way It would be the way to go, but it would... I mean, we just don't do that, you know? Like, I I heard a good, like, good theory one time that they was talking about... Um, I forgot what country actually did it actually before... I don't even think it was... A th- no, nah, never mind. I don't remember enough of that to talk about that.
0: Okay.
1: I wish I did because it's very interesting. It's about, like, you know, basically just by the time third, fourth grade, you can see what a child is into and what that child's probably going to be good at and kind of lead them in that direction. You know, you see a kid that's good and, you know, he may not be had the best grades, but that kid's like a little athlete, you know, so let's keep him in this direction. Well, you know, this kid seems pretty sharp. Maybe he should go in this direction. You know, this kid's mechanically, da-da-da. It was about that, but I I don't remember the guy's name and everything I wanted to get into about it, I don't know enough about it, but...
0: Okay. Well, here's a question. Uh, I believe in past lives, do you? As in? Like, you had other... I mean, I do believe we lived I mean, in I, other galaxies and whatnot, a, but do you believe you had a past life on Earth before? I, do you believe you were the heir at one I, time, or do you believe you were uh, Indian or whatever? What do you Egyptian? I,
1: I believe I was myself. I think I think there's something about having I guess
0: incarnation, is have, what I mean.
1: having to live your life over, that explains deja vu. Unless that's the the dimensional thing that that is, that is being theorized right now, where there's a, another dimension right next to ours, maybe multiple, that explains deja vu. Or you actually have to live your life over to get well, it right or Well, I think right that's what they mean about, like, karma. Though. That's what they, they mean. To answer your question, I don't know. if I, I, I don't know what I believe in. I'm still on a search for what I believe in. I don't believe in nothing that strongly, you know, except for just live by a certain creed of just, you know, be a good person. Don't hate on people. Don't, you know, be ugly.
0: I ask that because sometimes from, I I think I read it somewhere, if you pay attention to things that you put in your house or that you're into right now or one of your creative abilities or whatever it is that causes you great interest in this life, they say can be small links to what you had done in your past like lifetimes, you know? And that's why I asked that because you talked about children, you start to pick up on what they're into and it could be an inclination into what they used to do in a past life. And I believe I don't there's all this mixed hash pash about uh, if you believe in karma and <clears throat> a lot of times they say karma is involved that you're going to repeat cycles to continue to learn the same lesson if you don't understand the lesson already. So if you don't learn a lesson, I've heard that it will come back as karma, like perhaps in another lifetime or in the same lifetime, where you're going to keep repeating the same scenarios until the lesson is learned. And sometimes those lessons begin to get harder, which is like crazy. Why would it get harder? Like, how is someone going to learn something? Right, when if you should it, be
1: advanced and, okay, I learned from that shit. Yeah. And if you have no comprehension of it, then that's not fair where is, is this? Some fucking so, bullshit game someone's you know, playing
0: like, with us? I, I see where karma could be a thing, Karma's but I just, don't put my full belief in karma. You know karma. what karma
1: is? Karma is when you fuck yourself over. is when you fuck yourself. Like you do something that's shady, just shady and then just it not bites you in good. The ass. It's not gonna turn out good for you. Right. So where are we at?
0: That's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Well, we are going to wrap it up then because I don't have much more to extend on this conversation. Besides, I think that was quite a badass conversation.
1: <laughs> and I'm actually, uh, believe it or not, ready to go to the gym. You are? I
0: could be. All right. You guys, thank you for tuning into this episode. It's always a blast that we get to... Just kind of ramble on here. That's the purpose of why we love creating a podcast is that it's just husband and wife coming on here, talking about what we talk about, and we just like the organic, natural flow that comes through. Uh, Welcome to 2021. May we have a blessed and beautiful year ahead of us, and hopefully we learned a great deal of lessons from last year that we can move forward with in this year. Other than that, I hope you guys have a wonderful day.